Hey guys, this is the Real Life Monopoly Podcast. This is your co-host, Jeffrey Donis, alongside my partners and brothers, Kenneth and Kerwin Donis. We are real estate investors, and the point of our podcast is to help you reach your financial goals, which will allow you to have time to focus on your true passion so that you can live not only a happier, but more fulfilled life. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Jeffrey Donis, and on today's show, we will be having Vinny Chopra. Vinny is a multifamily and senior living investor He is also a syndicator, an author, a podcaster, as well as a mentor, and he currently has over $440 million in his real estate portfolio with over 4,500 doors. Vinny brings such amazing energy and touches on the mindset that it took him to get to where he is today. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate Monopoly podcast. This is your co-host, Jeffrey Donis alongside my partners and brothers, Kerwin and Kenneth Donis. Today on the show, we'll be having Vinny Chopra. Vinny, do you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Oh, sure. I would love to. I'm Vinny Chopra. I live in the Bay Area, right here near San Francisco in Danville, Blackhawk. And I came from India uh, from many years back. I grew up in one bedroom apartment, you know, with six siblings and so forth. And I always wanted to be an engineer. I became mechanical engineer, came into USA many years back with $7 in my pocket with a dream to make a life here in USA. And it's been just a you know, very wild uh, journey, I should say, up and down and uh, knocked out by a lot of times through all the different you know, factors in life. And then got married 41 years back. We have been married 41 years. And uh, my wife and I, we live right here in Danville and we have two children, Neil and Monica. Neil is, uh, went to Berkeley, did electrical engineering, computer science. Monica went to UCLA, very proud and joy. You know, wealth is wealth, but the real family is the main thing. And they are very, uh, very nice kids and everything. So we are happy and got into real estate and things like, and the biggest thing is the mind, you know, what our mind sets to believe and we can achieve. I always, and I'll share with you why I am who I am and so on. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. I already love your energy. Um, I would love to go into how you kind of got into real estate in the first place. You said that you uh, went to school to become a mechanical engineer. Why did you not, you know, just go into a job that, that kind of fit that degree I'm I'm pretty sure, did did you get your master's after you graduated um, undergrad? Yes, yes. I did mechanical engineering back in India, and I worked for a very large company, Reliance Group. Some people from India might know that group. It's one of the best. And that was many years back, but I wanted to be a manager, I think, in my mind, right? I wanted to be, maybe maybe make more impact on other people's life. So I was... You know, I thought through, okay, I got to do master's in business administration to rise to that position. That's when I came to George Washington University in Washington, D.C., and that's where I started my career. So actually, when I was doing that, I sold Bibles and encyclopedias door to door and so forth. 80 hours a week, I used to work Monday through Saturday and so on to earn tuition because I didn't want to take a loan. Nobody will give me a loan, by the way. You know, at that time, I had just come. So I said, okay, I got to do it, you know. That converted me from an engineer to a salesperson, literally. 
and then to a motivational speaker, a promotional consultant, and I've been giving speeches and raising money for many, many years in my life. And then real estate, we kind of got into it 41 years back, literally. When we moved to California from Ohio, you know, my friends were saying, oh, I own a rental here or I own a rental there. Vinny's looking, you know, listening, right? What are they talking about? So the cash flow, other things, they started talking about it. That's 41 years back. So then my wife and I started, okay, let's save some money and we'll buy some single family home or duplex. So we've been investing over 37 years now, you know, in real estate. But we got into multifamily about 15, 16 years back. Yeah, because I became a broker. My wife said, oh, we have so many homes all over USA. But, you know, cash flow is not there because if the garage door, you know, doesn't close, you've got to replace it or boiler. And here goes your cash flow. So she says, you know, how can we scale up? So that's when I started looking into commercial space. And that's got me into multifamily. No, that's awesome. So obviously, like throughout your whole life, you just had the mindset where if you want it, you're going to just find a way to get it and you're going to go for it. Uh, and coming from India, um, I read on your website, you said that you had like $7. Uh, you just jumped right yeah. in. How did, how were you able to like live in America and, and pretty much live on your own? I'm not sure if you came with family, but like what was the, what was going through your mind when you did that? Just to take that leap of faith. You know, very good point. Very good point. You're right. You couldn't maybe buy a hamburger. I remember I broke that $7 in New York airport and got a Coke or something. I remember that. <laughs> but the thing is, my uncle, I really thank him and gratitude towards him. He was the sponsor. Otherwise, you couldn't come from another country. You had to be sponsored. So my grandpa played a very important role in my life. He paid for my tuition. No, no, not tuition. My ticket, air ticket to come here. My parents didn't want me to come, by the way, <laughs> you know. But then my uncle uh, sponsored me. And I lived with my uncle, by the way, for two and a half years. And in the Indian customs, you never charge me a penny for rent or food or nothing. I mean, for two and a half years, I lived with him, right? But I didn't want him to pay for my tuition. So that's when I started doing this book sales every summer. For three summers, I did it. So this company only works with the college students from Harvard, from Stanford, from all the universities so that they, you know, you could go, uh, I mean, flip hamburgers, right? Or if you could do something different, you know, that's when I thought, okay, let me just go for this. You know, one of my friends said, Vinny, what are you doing, you know, in summer? I said, I don't know. I just came from India. You tell me. <laughs> he said, okay, come along with me. So he took me and I really thank him. YK Agarwal, I don't know if he'll be listening, but I still remember, you know, people who made a life, big impact in my life. And that was the time when my company gave me the greatest salesman in the world book, the greatest salesman in the world by Og Mandino, uh, W.J. Schwartz, Magic of Thinking Big, Dale Carnegie's book, uh, How to Win Influence, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, you know, uh, Zig Ziglar, See You at the Top, I mean, all these, right, great books came into my life. 
about 44 years back or so. So that's when I got more and Jim Rowan and I can't miss you know him and a lot of great, great mentors, Tony Robbins and everybody. So that's when I, I don't know, my whole thinking started to change because when we start reading those books, they really start impacting your subconscious mind and your conscious mind, see? And now it's so easy. Everything is free. Podcasts are free. There are millions of podcasts on positive thinking and, you know, uh, how to, you know, look into the different situations and how to get out of the bind or if you are feeling depressed and all that. YouTube is also the best and the best of the, you know, mentor now for everybody. I mean, you if you're feeling something is going through your mind, you just YouTube and search for it. There is something, a clip or something is going to come and affect your knowledge right away. It will hit right smack in your face. And then you could see, oh my gosh, you know what? This makes sense to me. So, you know, those kind of things have really helped me. But you're right. I mean, it happened in my life because, I mean, maybe, I mean, you know, I wouldn't have been able to come to USA at all if I didn't have a sponsor. So I really give gratitude to my uncle and then my grandpa who paid, you know, for my two, uh, my ticket to come here, you know, because we were very not that rich at all. Like I said, you know, in one bedroom apartment, we lived, we never had a television, never, never had a refrigerator, never had a telephone. We didn't have no car, no. My dad got a scooter later on in life, you know. And then, uh, but it, it was a happy thing. I mean, you know, people ask me many times, Vinny, was, were you happy then? I was very happy then. I didn't know anything about this, you know, living in nice castles and things like that, right? <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you talked about books and podcasts and something that my brothers and I pretty quickly was, if you can replace what you do in your free time, like watching TV, playing video games, uh, maybe like oh my gosh Netflix or driving in the car i know you've talked about this a lot on other podcasts instead of just listening to music if you can switch that out for something educational like a real estate podcast or a yes. family the amount of stuff that you'll learn just subconsciously you don't even have to really like be paying close attention to it but if it's on the background you'll learn so much and i know you just mentioned it so i really wanted to touch on that it's, it's insane how oh you thank you totally i call it automobile university by yeah. the way Automobile University, and I designed, I don't know, some people may, might have designed it, but I remember my report is in my previous life, right, in motivational speaking and fundraising. I would give people reporting to me, like I even remember the case with the CDs. <laughs> I even bought motivational CDs for my, you know, reportees, my, you know, team members and all, because I always felt like let's not while away any time. Let's just give our mind, our subconscious does not know good from bad. See, that's the thing. Conscious, we know good from the bad, but subconscious, we don't know. Subconscious treats whatever you feed to the subconscious. It looks at it and says, I want more of that and more of that and more of that. So if we keep on feeding negatives, if we keep on feeding garbage to subconscious and through the law of attraction also and law of manifestation, those are universal laws. 
So we will get more of what we think about, what we are talking to ourselves. If it's the bad and the bad and the bad, we're going to get more bad, by the way. You know, if we say, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money. Guess what? Subconscious is going to say, you will get more of don't have money, don't have money, don't have money. If you say, I have money, I'm moving from here to there. I'm learning, I'm getting better. Guess what? Subconscious says, yes, you are getting better. You are going to get more. You are be, you know, living the life of abundance. All those things are 24 seven. It's happening around us. It's the energy that we impart into the cosmos around us. That is going to give us back. If you give more negative energy out, we're going to get more negative energy coming back to us. No, hundred percent. And with the same kind of, do you have a question? Yeah. Well, I just kind of wanted to go into that. Cause um, you know, we always, like we're really big on personal um, development books, like you said, um, all those yes. names as well as like Napoleon Hill. That's one of our personal favorites. Um, and, and it's yes. just so powerful, the idea behind mm -hmm. the self-development that he provides for people. But uh, nice. what besides those or, or exactly what would you say is the most important aspect as far as that mindset and why do most successful people tend to have that mindset like because you can read a book and still not understand how to apply it and still have negative thoughts still not have that abundance mindset but what exactly do you think or would you say it is about a person that will make it so no very good point very very good point see the biggest thing is i think we should always be looking at ah, introspectively right the motivation and Anybody who can really change me is me. So that's the first revelation we need to talk about, you know, like if I want to get better tomorrow, it is because I want to. So I think I'll just go back to the whys, right? A lot of us read lots of books like this one or others and all that, right? You know, books, but it talks about who you are. And a lot of time we go through many, many years of not finding ourselves or finding ourselves. But also you're right, reading a lot of books. I'll be the first one. I've confessed it many times on the podcast. I have not read a total book in my life. I mean, maybe, maybe early on I might have read, but I look, I pick up a book. I say, what are three things I can implement out of that book? and bring it into my habits, into my energy, into my thinking. And I make a note of it and then I go back at it and say, did I implement it? See, that's where the whole rubber hits the road, right? We call it, right? You know, we got to be really cognizant of what our whys are. And just like Tony Robbins, let's talk about, he's saying we can only move towards pleasure. Everybody wants to move towards pleasure. Nobody wants to move to pain. So pain or pleasure comes with the equation. Or we could say there is a why in every moment in our life, there is a why. There is a pain why on the right, there is a pleasure on the left. Or there is a good thing, there is a bad thing. There's this and there's that. But if we have very focused 
burning desire now hold on this is something very important because you got to have goals dreams are dreams i mean you could dream your life away the whole life away and you could not going to accomplish your goals so you got to bring those dreams into realistic and measurable goals audacious goals we call it in you know, big and hairy audacious goals all right you know that's from bill to last right really great book but the key thing is you got to stretch yourself and you got to set yourself and write the goals down see a lot of time people live through life a lot of us do you know and i used to but not now i write down my goals and then i write affirmations right you know we have always read about them but how many people do it see that's the thing not too many people do it see but you got to get into the rhythm now do i do affirmations now no i don't but i did i did to get into the system so that now i can have my day book like this and i can do so many things and align myself into weekly monthly quarterly half yearly and all that then three year goals five year goals so those are very big things but the key thing what you asked me was why people don't do it see the thing is it's the why and it's the desire burning desire to really really focus see then i used the thing with a magnifying glass i have it on the other side of my desk and go into the sun and you take the magnifying glass up and down up and down see if it's not focused in a dot it won't burn your backside that's the same way in our life you know to get our life to a different place we got to focus we got to focus on one thing or two or three things maximum we cannot do more than that we got to just look at the productivity where i'm spending time you know and what did i do yesterday hold on i don't know what i did a month back but if i can take care of yesterday if it was a failure what happened i'm not going to take me down to the dirt i'm going to say i'm going to get better at it you know it just happened things took away time in all the emails and this and that you know i talked about steven covey's book really taught me a lot by the way you know how to uh, seven habits of highly effective people and then the eighth habit right and steven covey talks about he took a jar and on a stage i think he explains and then you know he started putting sand and gravel and pebbles and everything then he put water in the jug too and then he said oh my gosh i forgot these rocks four rocks i had to put it in let me try to put it in he tries to put in the rock the water splatters and the gravel is coming out and everything and then he said wait 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 then he took the other jar and then he put those four stones inside now he put the gravel and the stones and everything and the water aha guess what those rocks were in the thing that's what it is our day that's what is metaphor of our life that's what it is for our week 
because many times the most important things and activities that we should be doing, we don't concentrate on them. But we are just putting our day filled with unnecessary things. I always say prioritize and delegate. Mindset is number one on my board. Mindset, you've got to have the best mindset and everything, positivity and everything comes. But you know, not everybody needs to be as positive as I am, <laughs> you know. But the thing is, you've got to really make sure your most important activities and results, 80% of the results come from 20% of the activities. The two hours of my time with my investors and my broker gives me the living for my companies and all the employees, you know, and our team members. Literally, the rest 80% of the time is all this noise. I call it noise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we kind of take the noise out and implement the time factors utilization of the time through the Prado principle. That's that 80-20 principle, right? You know, and you got to, my one book that changed my life was by Alan Lankins, how to control your time and control your life, control your time and control your life. And he talks about what's the best activity you could be doing right now in this moment. What's the very best activity you need to be doing right now? If the answer is that this is something I can delegate, I don't need to do it. That's why I really believe in prioritizing everything that's going through our life, you know, as a husband, wife, brother, sister, like that, as a businessman, as a charity, all that, write it down. And then you see A, 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 B, B, and the C, D, Z, F, G, H to Z, <laughs> delegate or never you don't need to do them because the importance is not there now, now you dropped a lot of awesome things just then but um the, the one thing that like i really that stood out to me was something that napoleon hell's big on like my brother said a lot of people they want things like financial freedom and, and specifically i'm targeting like our audience who are passive investors that are looking to invest in real estate yeah. they maybe might be really intimidated because they don't think they know enough but you have to have that burning desire or also never really make that action and actually step into it. How do you think people that are looking specifically in, into like real estate and, and multifamily and they don't really know a lot right now and they're very intimidated because you know the numbers, the spreadsheets, um, just thinking big is might be something that's kind of holding them back. They don't think it's possible. How do you think they can overcome that? What's like the what's like the, the thing, one thing that they can do today to take action on so that they can move forward towards that goal of reaching their financial freedom? If that's a goal, just reaching the final I'm goal. so glad. Yes. No, I totally see that. You know, I think where I am today, I'm the kind of guy who didn't know letter of intent. Literally, my friend wrote it on a napkin in a restaurant and I came home. I brought the napkin home and I Googled it. This was 16 years back. I was buying these single family homes, but I never had done a letter of intent. <laughs> you know, I didn't know cash on cash, COC or IRR or NOI, net operating income in single family home. You never talk about it, right? So the key thing is education, 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 education. I would say, you know, the best thing anybody could do to really be taking care of the fear is to 
you know, and there's a lot of free information. I put out a lot of free information in my YouTube channels and LinkedIn and Facebook. And we even have like, you know, academy courses, very, very low price, not 10,000 or 20, 50,000. Some people are charging. I believe that you could get a lot of good information or the underwriting template, which is very easy to understand and analyze, you know, like we are just giving it away. I just did this passive investment seminar. We gave it free, you know, like that. Anybody would like to, you know, anybody listening to me, please reach out to John, J-O-N, at vinichopra.com. You know, John, J-O-N, at vinichopra.com. We'll give you our proprietary, you know, beautiful. I mean, it's got nine, ten different worksheets and everything all designed very nicely. So just as a little thank you. But, you know, the key thing is, how do you really take that step? You got to start from the basics. And that's when I wrote that book, you know, syndication made easy. I could have taken syndication word out because it talks more about how to analyze and look for the properties in emerging markets, which is in your backyard or where you have boots on the ground, things like that, right? Or where you like and so forth. But then the key thing is how to talk to brokers, right? And not to really get washed away by them or they put you at the dirt level. I'm telling you, I've been there, you know? I mean, you start and you mess up some things and you just don't talk rightly into with the brokers. They feel you out, they put you, oh, discard, you know? I'm not gonna give any off-market deal or like that, right? Then the investors, same way, investors are gold because unless we have very high net worth, I didn't have big net worth, you know, but the key thing was, I said the syndication world totally made sense to me. I said, so much money is flowing all around. And if I learned the business, and I spent a lot of money, by the way, I don't know if you have watched my, some other podcast, $150,000 that we had no money at that time. Somebody loaned us the money. But the mistake I did was I took my whole team and my partner, we took our whole team and people fizzled out. We were six of us in the early years, right? <laughs> Not everybody has the same motivation, you know? Now I learned so much, you know? So now I tell everybody, my students also, just, you know, get some mentor who has done it, who's crushing it, who's got a good track record, who's not too expensive. <laughs> no, not. But then the key thing is to analyze, 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 right? You get better at it. And then you also should talk to the lender, a loan broker or a commercial loan broker who will not charge you any money. Even the lender, they won't charge you any money. Brokers, you know, loan brokers, they'll give you insight. They'll give you a financial statement to fill out and everything. Of course, a lot of young people like me when I started, you know, you need a partner then, right? You need somebody in your uh, circle of influence and people are there. See, the thing is, you could say there is nobody who likes me, right? Or <laughs> I have no money around me, right? It's the mindset. But if you say, no, there are a lot of people around me and there is money flowing around me, all right? But then you start from looking through your roller deck, you know, and say, 
who can I don't rationalize. See, we lose so many opportunities if we rationalize in our life. Don't rationalize. The worst thing they can do is say no. That's the worst thing. So rejection should be no problem at all. You know, just accept rejection, 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 reject me. Because if you get a lot of rejections, the yeses will come. Nobody sells everybody. Nobody is able to close 100%. So you got to look at the picket fence. So, you know, you have to knock the one fence, second, third, fourth. Success is around the corner and your, you know, ratios will increase. We call it ratios because you may start to 10 investors then one, because you're getting better and better and better and better and better, you know, in your presentations, right? PowerPoint presentation or whatever, or Zoom or Skype and all that, you know. So the key thing is you want to practice in front of the mirror. That's how I used to do it. I mean, I remember shivering in front of 30 people, I think, when I gave my first presentation. I've done 12,000 presentations now. You know, and now on the Zoom, I'm, you know, I'm able yeah. to, you know, talk to hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, at the same time. But the key thing is you got to, I mean, we have taken you a different place. But the big thing is new investor, you got to learn, educate, because that will overcome fear and get into a group, you know, where you can bring your deals. Like in my class today, I teach at four o'clock. I look forward to it, you know, and I'm the only, I think, uh, mentor or uh, performer with almost 921 billion, uh, a million, sorry. It's going to be billion uh, portfolio now. But I started with a duplex. I still own it. Wow. And I started with 14 units for $180,000. That was my beginning 14 years back. And now we are buying $50 million deals, 180,000 to 50 million. And my goal is a very big goal. I always have believed very high. So $2 billion, I'm saying it into the cosmos every time that I get interviewed, $2 billion in senior assisted living, construction, development, and purchases. Because with the demographical shift happening right now, Multi-family senior living is the best bet right now and more. Of course, conventional is there, which is going after the workforce, right? You know, that's for jobs, 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 which I've been chasing very nicely. But now I'm going after retirement communities where no jobs. I don't need Apple there. I don't need Tesla there. I need retired people. And then we build these A-class buildings in Alia. Yeah, that's awesome kind of sum up what you said for, for the audience. Just so like the biggest takeaway I took was that the way that you kill fear is to just educate yourself. There's no real secret around it. It's not going to happen overnight. We're just consistently listening to podcasts like we talked about, reading books, watching YouTube videos. You don't actually have to pay for coaching immediately. It's really just no. getting a basic foundation of knowledge. And I love that you mentioned that. And, and um, you just talked about so many awesome things. To kind of shift into the, the next phase in the show, um, it's an express round. I'll just pretty much ask you five questions okay. where you'll you can sure. tailor it towards business or personal life. Um, but I just want to check in and make sure you were ready before we get started. I'm ready. I'm always ready. Awesome. Winnie's always ready. <laughs> I love it. I get up at 4.30. I'm ready. <laughs> Without coffee, I'm ready. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
So, to, to, first question, what? I'll be 70. <laughs> I may record it. I mentioned it to you. I'll be 70 years of old, uh, young. I never say yeah, old. Actually, yeah. next year, I'm looking forward to, I tell my kids, we have two children, Neil and Monica. I say, you're getting older. Daddy's getting younger. <laughs> so, we're going to meet in the middle. Yes. <laughs> that's right. No, that's exactly right. Um, so, so, my first question uh, is, what was the biggest mistake that you made, Vinny, when just in real estate in general? What was the biggest mistake that you, you know, my biggest mistake I regret, and I never regret anything, but that was choosing the wrong partner. Choosing the wrong partner. I will highly, highly recommend that, you know, you don't tie at the hip, you know. I always say that you should buy a property, but come through your LLC, your partner should come into you know, their LLC, and then you do one deal together and try to see how much time and effort, if your, you know, thinking is same, your values are same, then you go to the next deal and the next deal. And I think you could run the whole business like that, literally. But I got tied for eight years, nine years, you know, with the partner and bless her, you know, and everything. But the thing is, we just didn't talk for five years you know, towards the end and all that. So that was the basic, biggest mistake. No, yeah. definitely a good, um, so I know you wrote two books, but if you'd like, I would love for you to mention the two, but other than those two books, what is your favorite book that you've read um, and, and why? Oh my gosh, you know, one book I love to read and I tell everybody about is Miracle Morning. It will change your life by Hal Alrod, my good friend, you know, a Miracle Morning, and then also Eckhart Tolle. I've not met him, but Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, Power of Now. And I just got The Good Earth or New Earth, I think. My wife is also listening with Oprah Winfrey, you know, the podcast. Please, 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 everybody should look that, you know, up. Uh, yeah, Eckhart Tolle and Oprah Winfrey series, and they're all free on the podcast. Yeah. Awesome. No, we've, we've read both of those. We love them. Next question. Yes. Out of all the advice that you've received or that you could give someone, what is the best piece of advice that, that, that you could choose to give? You know, I would say definitely uh, what people told me was, you know, what are you going to do next? All right. So taking action, I always believe, you know, it's better to be 67, 80, 90% sure. You can never be sure 100% on anything. In life, if you make decisions 51% of the time, you're going to win. So even if it's 61%, you're winning it. So don't just while away time, take action. So I really believe taking action and crushing it every day, every day. You should just sleep at night with saying that, you know what? I gave my best today. I mean, that's the best. But I don't really scold myself. I shouldn't. Nobody should. Because what happened yesterday, what happened 30 minutes back, I can't change it. I cannot do anything about it. So why to worry? Just learn from it and get better. So what is a daily habit that you would accredit some of your success? Okay, you know, the daily habit, one should have success habits, which like with W2 job, I used to get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock. Without alarm, I get up at 4.30 now. And five o'clock, as I'm getting younger and younger, hey, 98, I want to be straight like this. <laughs> you know, 68, I'll be 69 this August. But, you know, so the key thing is to really pay gratitude 
in the morning one should pay gratitude to everybody who brought you into this life everybody around you in your organization pay gratitude to the people you're going to be meeting and then exercise please take care of the body soul mind health and eat right and feed your mind even upstairs when i do my elliptical and all i got big screen and i look at motivational videos myself at this age so every time you're a, you're a student just be the best student in, you can be in your life of winning the life yeah awesome vinny my last question is if someone in our audience wants to get in touch with you what is the best way for them to do oh sure you know you can google me uh, vinny chopra v i n n e y chopra c h o p r a or go to my website vinichopra.com and just contact page just you know write it out or you could email my team you know and myself which is at vinny at vinichopra.com vinny at vinichopra.com and i look at every message my team does and i'm on linkedin i'm on instagram you can instagram me you know or you could go to my youtube channel and uh, go to amazon just say vinichopra you know two books will be there top seller international top seller i'm really really proud of this one it took me two years to write it but a lot of people over 400 great reviews are coming in all that yeah awesome awesome yeah vinny we really do appreciate your time you brought such amazing energy for everyone in the audience vinny thank you yeah vinny's an amazing individual he's got two books on amazon please make sure to go check those out just search up his name vinny chopra on google and you'll find a oh i appreciate you guys jeffrey carvin and kenneth i'm carvin really really excited to meet you guys if we can or my team can be of any help to you guys please let us know god bless you and in us thank you for spreading the good message the real positive message because this world is filled with negativism and you know you got to in my book i say that you got to take the negative out of your mind to give space to the positive haha because if you have too much negative you cannot overflow the jar you can only put water in the jar if you empty out some water and that negative water needs to come out to get the positive water 100% 100% thank you so much thank you thank you thank you god bless have a blessed one all three of you thank you god bless take care bye bye Thank you for listening to the Real Life Monopoly podcast with the Donis brothers. If you want to learn more about what we do, make sure to visit our website www.donisinvestmentgroup.com and if you aren't already, make sure to follow us on all platforms at Donis Brothers. Let's be great today. Have a good one.